We're going to talk today about the power of endurance. The power of endurance. Of all the words that a child may not like to hear, it's probably the word wait or not now. <laughs> Just wait. You know, my dog doesn't even like to hear it. <laughs> wait. Just wait. Children aren't the only ones. None of us like to hear. Nobody, we want it now. We dislike those words. We adults aren't any different than the children, I'm afraid. We just flat don't like to wait. Whether it's for in a doctor's office or in a prayer before the Lord. And we all wish God would just hurry up and inform us about what's happening and what's going on. Our culture, in all honesty, is addicted to the instantaneous and has rejected the benefits of learning how to wait. So much of our lives involves waiting that you'd think we'd be good at it now. But the truth is we aren't. We don't even like to idle our engines. We prefer the microwave above the crock pot. And when it comes to God, we more often than not think he's too far too slow to our liking. You might as well admit it. When Jesus was about to ascend to the Father, if you remember, do you remember what the disciples asked him? They simply said, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? I mean, it looks like you're leaving. It looks like you're going. I mean, we've put up with a lot. We've been waiting on you to solve this problem for us. We've been waiting on you to come in and cream the Romans and let Israel take over. <laughs> Interesting enough, we could say it this way. Are you finally going to do what we've been waiting on you to do? <laughs> you know, and I promise you his reply was not at all what they wanted. <laughs> he simply told them to go to an upper room and wait longer. <laughs> and with no indication how long they were to wait. Just go wait. I can just imagine, like, putting myself in situations. Can't you just imagine some of them, especially Peter? I mean, can't you imagine them saying, on the fifth day, sixth day, seventh day, whatever, how long are we going to be here? Where is he? Nothing's happening. I would imagine that everybody in there at some point was jumping and itching and carrying on and saying, well, what are we waiting for? We don't even know what we're waiting for. Uh -huh. A gift from the Father? Well, what is that? We're supposed to just sit here? Remember, there's 120 of them. What they didn't understand, church, was that a great deal was happening. Because God is always working, whether you see it or not. Amen. Whether I know it or not. We've got to give them credit. 120 of them did stay. We've got to give it to them. They did stay. They waited. They didn't know what they were waiting on. And they didn't know how long they were going to be there. What enabled them to stay in that upper room? 
It's called endurance. Now, what is endurance? That precious quality of steady persistence. Holding on in faith to what you know and refusing to give up on God's promises no matter how long you may have to wait. Hebrews 12. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith. Did you know it didn't say you used to be surrounded? We are surrounded. There's a huge, huge crowd of witnesses in this place today. What are they witnesses to? A life of faith. Let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion, who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy that was awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he's seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people then you won't become weary and you won't give up. Now, I'm thankful, aren't you, that Jesus didn't give up? <laughs> you know, when the cross was right there in front of him, Hebrew says he endured. In other words, he put, he put up with it without complaining. We don't know a thing in the world about that. And it wasn't just on the cross that Jesus endured. Do you understand that that was quite a bunch that was hanging around him? Those 12. And it wasn't just those 12. But these 12 who were right there. Ragtag bunch, if you want to know the truth. James and John wanted to call down thunder on their opposition. I'm tired of them. Let's zap them out. Seems like they're real holy. <laughs> Peter was impetuous. In other words, he didn't think before he did something. Thomas was a doubter. Judas was a crook. What a bunch. <laughs> but you see, our Jesus understood perfectly what you and I forget. Life is filled with ups and downs. Amen. Everybody's life is full of ups and downs, not just yours. We forget that life is a journey, my friend. It's not a walk in the park. Amen. Naive Christians think that every day should be sunny, should be wonderful, no storms, and the, and the storm should only happen to people who don't know Jesus, but I'm his favorite, and it may storm at your house, but it's not going to storm at my house. And we go through this, you know, it can happen to you, but it's not going to happen to me. The Bible said it rains on the good and the bad. Amen. Church, the point is that for all of us, there are days and times when we feel like quitting. But we all have to learn to take a licking and keep on ticking. Amen. We, you just got to endure Amen. to what you have committed yourself to. Church, the issue is not what you're waiting for. 
That isn't the issue. It's how you wait for it. Are you just having a duck and driving everybody else crazy? How are you waiting for it? Patiently? Are you enduring? Are you making everybody else put up with you while you're going through it? So are you enduring? Are you confident that the Lord has heard you? That he's working on your behalf? That he's not going to fail you? That he's not going to forsake you? Are you absolutely sure of that? No matter what challenges you're facing, have you settled the fact that your God is a faithful God? And if you said it, he's going to do it. Are you sure that he heard you? I mean, do you feel like, you know, he's hard of hearing? Do you scream at him? Have you settled that? Are you willing to endure when the Lord doesn't immediately jump time you snap your fingers? Look again at what the writer of Hebrews said about Jesus. Who for the joy that was set before him. He endured. He had a reason. He endured for the joy that was set in front of him. Look at your neighbor. You're looking at joy. We're highlighting the amazing, the incredible, outstanding endurance of Jesus. Satan threw every possible temptation, every one of them at him, day after day after day. No other human being has ever been assaulted by the devil like Jesus was. And church, it's his endurance, his perseverance in overcoming every temptation, every temptation known to mankind. including a humiliating, horrific death that sealed mine and your redemption. For the joy that was set before him. Look at your neighbor, there sits joy. Jesus lived with an eternal perspective, and he still does. He worked for years as a lowly carpenter while he waited patiently to begin his ministry. He's waited 2,000 years for you and me. He's waited 2,000 years for his bride. And through all those years, he never became frustrated, impatient, or decided to give up on us. We can know that because he's without sin. How exactly we get, you and I get, easily get impatient and frustrated with our expectations are delayed when our hopes are slow to manifest. Listen to me, Jesus is coming. I will never stop saying it. Jesus is coming and it's more real today than at any time I've ever said it. But while we're waiting for him, while we anticipate his arrival, let's learn how to wait. Endurance is defined as the ability to sustain a prolonged situation or activity. The ability to sustain a prolonged situation or activity. There are two ways to wait. One, impatiently. Two, with sustained endurance.
You need to listen carefully to what I'm saying to you now. Any of you ladies that have given birth, you know that the most difficult time of waiting for that child to be born is that ninth month. When you feel like you're carrying an elephant. Ladies, can you identify? This is the Lord's word to you. Church, we're in the ninth month. You're in the ninth month of the end of days. And only Jesus knows exactly what day we're on. You should not be surprised at difficulties or disappointments that you're going to be encountering these last little bit of the way. Satan knows his time's running out. He knows he's getting shorter by the day and he's throwing everything he can at the body of Christ. Don't quit now. We're too close to the finish line. This is no time, church, to get lazy. No time to backslide. It's no time to be weary and well-doing. It's time to shake off whatever holds you back. To do as the scripture says, let us strip off every weight that slows us down. Especially the sin that so easily trips you up. Run with endurance the race God has set before us. Every person has their own race. We do this by helping our, keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. The book of Hebrews was written to some early believers who were Jewish and were encountering opposition like you and I hadn't faced from the religious leaders of their day because of their faith in Jesus. The writer of Hebrews wrote to say to them, don't quit. Keep pressing in. I know it's difficult. I know many of your brethren don't understand your decision, but keep on going. Keep pushing ahead. Do not stop. I'm here to encourage you. Please don't stop. Church, we know there are difficult days ahead of us. Let me state it again. I'm telling you, there are difficult days ahead of us. We don't know exactly what we could face. Things are changing quicker than I even know how to address them. But one thing we know, the Lord will never leave you nor forsake you. His grace is all sufficient. Knowing, church, how he endured for us, let us also endure for him. Knowing that eternal glory waits for us. A home in heaven of such glory and joy and love outweighing anything you could possibly imagine on this earth. An eternal home in the presence of the king that we so love. Hebrews 12:3. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and you won't give up. Church, Let's finish strong. Yes. 